Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, today has the potential. 502, what do you say we do this on a Friday? The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And across from me is a blank chair. That is because Al Dukes is on his way to Indiana to see his boyhood hero, John Cougar Mellencamp, who will play uh, in Indianapolis or somewhere in Indiana. I don't know. And he's going to go see his old school, so that's kind of neat. So he will rejoin us, I think, on Wednesday. He flies in on Monday and will be back on Tuesday and then back to work on Wednesday. So you get myself. So here's how we'll do things. You're gonna, we got a lot to do in this hour, of course. we got Boomer and Geo at 6. And we got a lot of Yankees here in the opening segment. A little personal story of my own, also in the first segment. Four calls. Four calls in the middle segment. 877-337-6666. We'll also touch on the NBA draft a little bit. And then uh, Fleegs on the Fan joins me in the final segment this hour to talk Disgusting Mets baseball. And disgusting baseball is probably a good way to start from last night because eh, if you missed the first inning of this game, you probably should have turned around and gone home. Now, you wouldn't have done that because tickets cost an absolute fortune and a night at the ballpark is a night at the ballpark. But my Lord, was last night horrendous. And also, in terms of the Yankees going forward, you sit there and wonder, what in the hell are they and who are they? Now, I know there's no Aaron Judge. You're coming off a couple of... You know, good wins over Seattle. You figure you can go out there and sweep the series last night, and instead, what do you get? You get nothing from your starting pitcher, absolutely nothing. And it's interesting how yesterday Al asked me, you know, what do you think about the chances of the Yankees sweeping tonight? And I said, you know what? I like Herman in this spot. Like, why wouldn't I? He's had a decent season. Mariners are the Mariners, about a 500 team. Like, why not go and, you know, impose your will on this team and sweep the series. And then it's funny because in the first inning, they put up the keys to the game for John Flaherty. And one of the things he says, the first thing was, this is a good matchup for Domingo Herman. I'm saying, like, see that? We're on the same page together. I think it was Flaherty anyway. And that was the first thing. Then they're like, Ronnie Mauricio is going to be really important. Or Mirage, whatever, I pronounce his name, whatever. Uh, he's going to be really important in this game. And then you got to watch John Carlos Stanton and Wright. None of the three mattered because Herman was horrendous. We didn't need the – I mean, they basically went to a kid to pitch the – he reminded me of Graham Lloyd as that slow left-handed curveball comes in after the game was decided at 10 nothing, And Stanton right field was nothing because it was 10 nothing after the fourth inning. And it was just awful. And it's one of those games, you, you, you toss it and you throw it away, you move on. And now you get the Texas Rangers – 
really good team, one of the best in baseball. But when you look at this game last night, there are so many issues with this club. I have been one to sit here and say, while the Mets feel like they're going nowhere fast, and it's really it's the eye test. I mean, yeah, they're six games under 500, but you can also look at the lineup and say, yeah, maybe they'll get it going. They just don't look like a team that's ready to click at any point. They just haven't been all season aside from that West Coast trip, and they've been mediocre to bad the entire season. The Yankees have had good little stretches where they've looked like a really good team. And it's not like they're awful. I mean, even with last night's loss, they're still 41-34. and 34. They're still, I believe, in playoff position, so it's not as if the season's over. But, 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 the season for the Yankees and the Mets is about a hell of a lot more than just being a playoff team. We all we know this. This is nothing, we're not breaking down new news to anybody. And so when you project what this team will be, you look at what they are. And so some of these names... They look good, but it's the same old story. I mean, Josh Donaldson getting booed last night. Yeah, of course he's going to get booed. Eddie, if I asked you right now, what do you think Josh Donaldson's batting average is? What would you tell me? Under the Mendoza line? It is. How far? 20 points? No. He's batting 127 since Ooh. he has come back. One tw- Now, I understand he's been somewhat productive with the home runs. But 127, I, you can't win like that. You know, you look at DJ LeMahieu, who's got a nice long contract. DJ LeMahieu was a batting champion. Yeah, his first year with the Yankees, he was fine. He was pretty good, pretty good. He's batting 220. I mean, these are the guys that you are looking to rely on with your big bopper out. How about Giancarlo Stanton? What do you think his batting average is, Eddie? 210. Nope, 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 nope. You started with the wrong number. 190. I mean, this guy's making 25, 26, 28, whatever the hell it is, a lot of money. 20 to $30 million a year, 25 to $30 million a year, and he's batting 190. I mean, this is your Yankees. When you are relying on the likes of Billy McKinney, Willie Calhoun, who I know is now out with the, with the quad injury, but he's been good. I mean, this is what it's become. Like, you need, you need Isaiah Kiner-Falefa to kind of put runs on the board last night. And again, I know they won the series, so I'm not going overboard here, except what I don't know is, is this what we're going to see until Judge gets back? And then even when Judge gets back, as how much does he elevate what has become a bad offensive team? I mean, look at that series in Boston. They couldn't hit their way out of a paper bag up at Fenway Park, and that's not a great Red Sox team. Yeah, all right. They saw some decent pitching. I I will not argue that. And maybe that's that's the issue. It has been in the playoffs the last several years. They see good pitching. They don't hit home runs. They lose. And they're out. Yeah, they won the one series against Cleveland last year, but then they play the Astros, and that'd be that. And it just feels like, you know, that whole definition of insanity. You keep doing the same thing over and over again. You get the same results. Why is this year going to be any different? Like, I have a hard time trying to sell someone on the Yankees having a different result in the playoffs, assuming they make the playoffs. And I think they will. Again, Garrett Cole is out there every five days. He is a stopper. We saw that. We gave you that stat yesterday. We're following a loss. Garrett Cole wins. I mean, he just does. The Yankees are 7-0 and when he goes out there after a Yankee loss. That's how good he's been. But then what? And now I'm not even I'm not even picking on, on the position players. I haven't even talked about Anthony Rizzo, who last night, okay, was fine. He was on base a few times, but he hasn't done a whole hell of a lot for the last month, which we know. 
So let's put the lineup aside for a second. Let's talk about pitching. Rodon on his way back, but I'll believe that when I see it. And I know he pitched for summer at, at Somerset the other day um, for that team. I'll believe it when I see it, him in a Yankee uniform at the at the major league level. And hopefully it is sooner rather than later. And they need him because I don't know what you're getting from Luis Severino on a start-to-start basis. I have no idea. After last night with Herman, he was throwing batting practice. There was the one, I forget the at-bat in the in the first inning. I'm, I'm Excuse me, I'm forgetting who it was. It was a left-handed batter. He wound up with a single that didn't drive in any runs. You know, a clean single to right. But prior to that, he ripped a shot down the right field line. It was a laser. And it just seemed like everything they hit was hit hard. And, yeah, he got some outs. The one, I think it was the second inning he had two out, nobody on, maybe the third inning, whatever. It was one of those innings you're thinking, all right, maybe. As a matter of fact, I'm going to play something for you, which is kind of funny. Eddie, if you can pull my fader up really quick. Actually, i got to find it. There was there was this one sequence. So I think the score was, I want to say it was 7 nothing at this point. Oh, no, it was 5 nothing. I think it was 5 nothing. I'm watching the game. I was not in the car. I wasn't listening to John and Susan. I was watching the game on TV. And so we know he struggles. He gives up four runs in the first inning, and things look lousy. And then he gives up a couple more runs. And I got one. So in the midst of this, if I can pull this up really quick, because you talk about saying, you know how a lot of times you will get the announcer jinx? Now, I'm not calling this a jinx, because this night was dead and buried at this point anyway, because the Yankee offense wasn't doing anything anyway. So I'm going to take you to the Yes broadcast. I believe it's 5 nothing. Ty France is up at the plate. And here's Flaherty. <laughs> After a strike is called, and he had just struck out a batter, talking about Herman. He just strikes out a batter. And he's got, I think it was a, maybe might have been a two strike count. I don't know, but I know the previous pitch was a strike. And then listen to this, and I promise you, this is not edited. And just listen to his reaction. You'll see her, Herman can build off of that curveball he threw to Rodriguez down and away, followed it up with a good one to France. Maybe not. <laughs> Driven deep to left center field. That ball is long Ooh, gone. Long gone. gone for France. <laughs> yeah. So that was the S network with with the K and Flat. I'm like, you couldn't make that up. And he's sitting there. Yeah, my bad. I guess not. Yeah, it just wasn't his night. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So you like so you look at the rotation back to where I was going. Severino, no idea. Herman now, I don't know. I mean, again, batting practice last night. Nestor Cortez out. That, that's the guy. When you looked at the Yankees this year, so let's go, let's talk about Cortez for a minute. Because when you when you looked at the Yankees coming into the season, you kind of felt like Judge would have a good season. You thought maybe Stanton would kind of be Stanton, although he hasn't been. I mean, he's been brutal. And then you were hoping for an infusion of youth, and and maybe the offense would be okay. Fair enough. Now you look at the rotation, you think, and you start with Garrett Cole, you're good. After what Nestor Cortez did last year, great. We got a solid two. We're good to go. Well, now he wasn't good. We find out he's injured. Who the hell knows when he comes back? So that's a mess. Severino's a mess. You've got uh, Herman after last night. Are we really hanging on? No disrespect, but are we hanging our hat on Clark Schmidt? Like, is that what we are going to need? Is that what the Yankees need to be good going into these next few weeks until Rodon is back? 
And so I just, there's so many question marks. Can they be answered? Yes, they can absolutely be answered. There's no question about that. And if you told me that the Yankees won two out of three over the Rangers this weekend, I'd buy it. I mean, the Rangers are clearly the better team, but I wouldn't be stunned if the Yankees took two out of three this weekend over Texas and got going on the right track. And if you told me at some point they were one of these teams that strung along or or, or strung together 10 straight wins, I wouldn't be surprised. The problem are gaps like this, games like this, losing streaks like they've had concern me in terms of what they can be for the long term. Now, there's one thing in here that we haven't discussed yet, and that is the trade deadline in the summer. The Yankees usually make moves. That will be the thing, and this comes back now to their record, which is why you can't panic. You can be concerned, but you can't panic. There's seven games over 500. Right now, they are a playoff team. Yeah, they're still far behind the Rays, who did lose last night. So forget about the division for now. Maybe if the Rays have a losing streak and the Yankees have one of those winning streaks, we can get back to that. But right now, let's talk about what's right in front of them. They are going to be good enough to where they will warrant making moves at the deadline. And I mean moves for the right. Like the Mets, I can make every case. The Mets very well might be sellers at the deadline if they don't get their act straightened out here in the next few weeks. You can make that case. With the Yankees, to me, the case is to be made to still improve the team as opposed to disassemble the team. Now, are there pieces you'd like to say goodbye to? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much, I I honestly don't know how much longer you can keep running Josh Donaldson out there. I understand he's a good fielder. I get it. He is brutal at the plate. He has home run or bust. And while he's hit some, he ain't enough of them to make it worth it. He's just not. And it's just, it's like, it just drains the life out of you when you're watching these games. I don't, you're stuck with Stanton. He's not going anywhere. I love the fact that he was in right field last night. I've always said that. I think he's usually a better hitter when he plays the field. That having been said, you got next to nothing last night from Stanton, and you've gotten nothing from him all season. So that to me is the big difference between the Yankees and the Mets in terms of going forward here in the summer. The Yankees have kept their head above water. Last night concerning, the losing streak over the weekend concerning, and now a little bit of a danger zone taking on an excellent Rangers team, even without DeGrom. So this weekend, for me, will be very telling for them. I don't know who's pitching for Texas. Last time I checked about an hour ago, it was a TBD. I know you got Schmidt for the Yankees, but a very big weekend um, for what a big weekend can be in June for the Yankees upon us. And one, you know, if you haven't watched much of the Rangers, and I only watch them because I picked them to go to the World Series for some stupid reason in the beginning of the season with Al. So I've been intrigued on their I'm almost like a gambler. Like I'm in on the Rangers, even though I didn't bet them. I kind of just want to be right about them. And so far, so good in terms of that. They are a very good team. So if you haven't watched them, take a look at them this weekend. Very good, uh, very good club for sure. And it could be a telling weekend for the Yankees. And oh, by the way, Herman greeted with booze. Yeah. I mean, that when you give up 10 runs in foot, I mean, it wasn't even four full innings. That's what you're going to get. And the people at the, in the Bronx, every right to be upset with last night. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do four calls. I'm also going to get to what you will see later in the program uh, on CBS Sports Network. I have a little bit of a gash above my eye. Uh, I'm going to explain that uh, on the other side. Had a little bit of an embarrassing day yesterday, which we will talk about. And four calls. That's it. Four calls. 877-337-6666. And then, and if you don't call, I'll just talk. And then Flegelman in the final segment on uh, on the Mets. We'll also get to uh, the NBA draft as well. I thought the Nets had a couple of good picks last night. And it was pretty predictable at the top. So it's Alan Jerry without Al here on a Friday right here on The Fan.